Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. Download at the hockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hey guys, this is Mike Badano, and you're listening to Sarcastic Remarks. Hello, welcome to Sarcastic Remarks. My name is Ryan Chambers, and along with my brothers James and Chris, we are the official Dallas Stars podcast of THPN. Go and use that promo code THPN the next time that you are there. Um, unfortunately, guys, the Stars lose to the absolute worst team in the NHL by a final score of two to nothing tonight. And it is taking every ounce of my being not to uh, be frustrated at this point. But uh, what's your uh, what's your biggest takeaway in this game tonight? Wow. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, just. I- but I, it, we got back, it felt like the same game from last night, except we were playing a worse team. I mean, the first line is the only one who was doing something for a majority of that game. Yeah. Uh, the first period sucked. I mean, that's got to be one of the worst that we've had all season long. And then the second and third period, Gibson was fantastic, but it was just so weird. Like, all over the place. Like, the the blown dead plays when the puck is in midair? The puck's in midair moving, and the play's blown dead. And it's a for sure goal afterwards. Another one of the exact same kind on the power play that could have easily been scored. I mean, elbows to the jaw that the ref is staring at somehow are not penalties. Uh, slash sticks right in the slot is not a penalty. Gibson makes crazy saves all over the place. Johnston broke, I think, three sticks. <laughs> Overall, there was like seven sticks broken tonight. It was just, it was just such Someone a weird stole game. a stick? It was just so so someone stole a stick. I forgot about that. Somebody stole a hockey stick out of somebody's out of somebody's hand. What the heck? It 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 was a mixture of lots of things, and every single one of them were bad. Every I'm not joking. I in my 29 years of living, and my 15, maybe even 20 years of watching hockey have never seen a game like this before. 
I've seen us have games where we get goalied, which we got goalied tonight. I've seen games where we have never had putt luck. We didn't have any puck luck tonight. I've seen games where the refs cost us some really clear scoring chances. By the way, shout out to Sagan for being pissed off about that one play. He absolutely 100% should have been pissed off about that play. We saw that tonight. Yeah. I don't and, and not just officials costing scoring chances. The officials cost us goals. The yeah. first one that they blew dead when the puck was in the air, that was it was in the goal. net. That was a goal. I mean, it was going to be a goal, and they blew it dead because he wasn't paying attention. I don't. This is well, the worst officiated game of the of the season so far. And I don't want to linger on it too much because the stars didn't play great either. So, but the officials tonight were absolutely terrible. It was, it was it, as Travis true. says, it was dog water. <laughs> <laughs> Both can be true. The stars absolutely one hundred percent sucked. They didn't get get it going until the third period, and it was already too late. They had, but uh, you know what? But, but, I, I don't. I don't care that if this is a, a second game of a back to back. This is the worst team in the NHL. Yeah, you go yeah. out with a effort that you had against LA, and you got outplayed, and you didn't play well on top of that. And then you go and you literally, I maybe I jinxed him. I literally said lay a goose egg. La, literally just and last they night, did that. and they <laughs> literally laid a freaking gosh dang goose egg yeah and it's everything about this game it was frustrating on so many ends and the thing is is i can't be pissed off about the refs i can't be pissed off about anything else because the stars didn't play well everything that could have gone wrong and then let's not mention the fact that we have had absolutely zero injury issues this year and it looks like possibly that two of our players could be injured at this point Hence, probably took a, a really bad shot, and I don't expect to see him in the next game. Same I thing with Lindell. I don't expect to see Lindell in the next game either because both of those shots, I, I mean, anything I, that could have gone wrong went wrong tonight. So I, I, Just I just before you get ahead of yourself, I think we'll see Hence in the next game. They fully x-rayed him, everything, and he was skating like crazy at the end of the game too. It wasn't. He didn't look, yeah. he didn't look hurt at all. Uh, I don't know about... Lindell, but that's that's another thing. Yeah, I, I mean they're for sure in pain, but I I think it's not going to be a huge deal. This game like was just a continuation of last game because our depth was terrible. There was no depth, no depth participation at all. You want to hear how bad it was? Miro Haskinen finishes the night with thirty minutes and forty six seconds of ice time. No other defenseman would be over twenty minutes tonight. Because they were terrible, mainly Hockenpah. Hockenpah had an awful game. Uh, the other two players who did pass 20 minutes, Jason Robertson, 22 minutes and 21 seconds for a forward. And then the old guy, Joe Pavelski, 21-30. And Rope Henson would have ha had 20 minutes had he played the entire game. So we didn't have any other players. Everyone else was playing terrible. I mean, especially def the defenders. I mean, and Hanley, we, we talked about how great he is as a number seven defenseman. He sucked. He was trash. I mean, we're gonna, I'm going to say that straight up. He was no good at all. Hockenpah was trash. Suter had his moments as well. The only good defenders, I think, would be Haskinen and uh, Lindell. And our two depth lines, the Sagan line, continued to do nothing. The fourth line played almost no time. They paid a little over 10 minutes and were 
not very dangerous, other than the KB Ronta chance that he just didn't shoot on. I mean, it was awful. It, it's a really frustrating back-to-back set of games, specifically because the only line that was doing anything was the first line. They used it all up on the first night, didn't get the win, and then they have they very clearly have nothing left at the end of the game for us here. I mean, you're yeah. playing 40 minutes in two nights. It's That's a little insane. It, and the second night of a back-to-back is the time when the fourth line should be playing more. So, yeah, it it's, it's crazy. Well, guys, the fourth line wasn't... Uh, okay, Ardell's reading my mind. The fourth line isn't the problem. The problem is everybody. That it, it, Okay, no, that's not true. The first line is not the problem. The problem is not the everybody. The fourth line isn't the problem. The fourth line is a problem. Only playing okay. 11 minutes on the second night of a back-to-back, that means they're playing awful, and they were. I mean, or maybe, Segrist or maybe and, the fact was that nobody was scoring, and DeBoer didn't really have no. a chance that he he needed to have it forward. I don't know. That's that that's not true at all. I mean, I'm gonna fight that pretty hard. The Zegers and McTavish, both of those lines had their way with the fourth line, the first and second periods, completely 100%. It was not even close. They they were playing bad. Mason McTavish, by the way, McTavish. I said Zegers uh, and McTavish. <laughs> Not, not like it really oh, matters, but I was really hoping for a better outcome in tonight's game. Uh, this, I'm going to... Oh, by the way, for those of you that don't know, and I told Chris and James this, because I, because I was so hacked off, I was writing everything down. For a normal game, I write about two and a half pages, maybe three pages at most. Tonight, I have five pages of notes because of all the scoring chances that happened that weren't going in, all the saves that... Uh, Gibson was making Wedgwood was probably the only good thing that happened tonight. The only good thing he played very well. Anyways, let's just get straight into it. Why don't we, uh, Klingberg first game at versus Dallas. Oh yeah. By the way, that happened too. Uh, hence was one goal away from 20 this season and hundred in his career. Anaheim is giving up a average of four goals and 11, 4.11 goals against per game. Wow. And, Whatever. I'm not even going to mention the rest of it because it's it's just making me sad. 16:49 at in the first period, Henrique scores after the puck goes off Hockepaw's stick, and I wrote, "What freaking puck luck!" I've never seen anything like that. The the dude. It wasn't even a good shot. It was literally above the faceoff circle. It was against the boards, and somehow it went in. That's not on Wedgwood. That is a freak accident puck luck everything yeah it can be kind of on hawk and paw why are you trying to bat the shot out of midair it happens all the time i mean defensemen block shots all the time like that and it, it doesn't normally go like mm. that it, it, it's freaking puck like luck that is what it is, it is it's 99 puck luck and one percent maybe hawk and paw that's about it i agree after that, Rope, Rope at Hands gets robbed by Gibson. That would happen a lot in tonight's game. Anaheim gave the puck to Dallas, and there was a great toe save by Gibson on that play. Uh, the bin line's not able to do anything off of the rush 13 minutes in or 13 minutes remaining after an Anaheim turnover. Hanley with a really crappy shot. Uh, 1225, Wedgwood makes a really good save on Zegers, which he was very good in the first period. And it was a high slot shot and I mean, Wedgwood is basically saving our bacon right here at this point because we're getting outplayed by the worst team in the NHL. 
And what I was even more frustrated about you guys, and I wanted to talk about this. There's opportunities there to make Anaheim pay for the mistakes that they're making, and Dallas is at doing absolutely zero with it. They're doing nothing. Yeah. And I'll go ahead and mention this too because it happened at the end of the second period. Ben had an opportunity where it was three on one or three on two. And if he had just kept going, it would have been a decent scoring chance. Instead, he pulls up, throws a a wiffle ball at the freaking net, and nothing comes of it. So just not not taking care of business tonight and not making them them pay for their mistakes tonight. So thoughts on that. Yeah, I mean that was yeah, that I mean, was all night long. Terrible. Yeah. S- Sagan finished with six shots tonight. I think five of them hit the Ducks logo on Gibson. <laughs> it, it really feels like just Sagan is just banging his head into a brick wall yeah, at I, this point. I mean, there was there was one point where he he was I mean, we had exactly what we were hoping that line would do, which is just pass it to Sagan in an open spot. And Sagan had it all alone in the slot and he nails Gibson right in the logo. Like there's no one around him. No one's pressuring him. And he makes that kind of shot. I mean, you need more than that. Oh, but it gets better, guys. Dallas will go on the penalty kill. Guess who takes the penalty? Talking paw. It's hooking on Zegras. Yeah. And, and I'm thinking, you got to be kidding me. Like, you absolutely got to be kidding me. This is the worst team in the NHL. They get a fluke goal. They go on the power play. They're not going to score here, right? Of course they do. And not just that, but it's Mason McTavish. He gets the same opportunity three different times in a row. That that's not on that's not puck luck. That's not, you know, everything going wrong for the stars. That is 100 percent the stars not taking care of business. And it absolutely just 100 percent hacked me off. Yeah. I mean, that's just bad defending. That's just stupid. It's it goes through like four people on the on the last pass across too, and no one picks it up. During this whole this whole play here, on top of this, you know, it's Anaheim gets the goal, it's a power play goal, the 29th ranked power play in the NHL. And Dallas had two opportunities to clear the zone. Two prime opportunities. They had control of the puck and they're not able to get it out of the zone. Uh, so we go on, and it's 2 nothing Anaheim, and that's all they would need for the rest of the night. So after this, uh, I wrote down six minutes remaining that shots are 8-5 to five Anaheim, and I'm just ridiculous. Uh, Anaheim pressuring the Dallas in the D zone after two, two turnovers. And again, once again, they had two chances to get it out, and they don't get it out. Uh, Delandria gets reversed by Kirkland in the D zone corner. Let's get talk about this, you guys. And the, the no call, zero call, and the fact that there was an oboe there and it's and it's completely missed. Uh, what, what did y'all think about that? I think he got elbowed in the face and the ref didn't call it. And I think the ref's yeah. an idiot. the The <laughs> worst the worst part about that particular play was that the ref was staring right at it, like he wasn't looking at anything yeah. else. He didn't he didn't miss the call. He just didn't call it. He said, yeah, no, he, that looked he, fine. Yeah. Go up, play on. Yeah, a good hockey play, apparently, according to that ref. <laughs> hey, hockey fans, light the lamp this winter with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 
New customers can bet just $5 pregame money line on any NHL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. If that wasn't enough excitement, you can turn small bets into even bigger payouts with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more for your shot at an even bigger payout. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code THPN, bet $5 on any NHL team to win their game, and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Majority of the time in the first period was spent in the Dallas zone. Wedgwood with a save on Henry. Good save by Gibson off of the Robo Rupski line on the rush. And Suter apparently is trying to play offense, which I don't blame him because nobody was doing it tonight. So the one time I'm not going to get on to Suter for trying to do something. That's the end of the first period. 2 nothing. The Ducks played a really good first period, to be fair. The Ducks were really good. They came out fast. They were checking good. They took advantage of the Stars' terrible turnovers that we had, and they took it to us. I mean, Gibson did not rob us in the first period. The Ducks outplayed us in the first period 100%. The, the Ducks did exactly what you're supposed to do when you're playing against a team who just played last night, and that is play a, a really hard, fast first period and take advantage of the speed that you have now and get the goals and make them chase you. And that's exactly what they did. Going into the second period, Rope Hens blocks a shot and he tried to get up. He fell right back to the ice and the entire Dallas Stars fan base gasps in horror. Um, he was not putting any weight on that right leg and I didn't even know what to think at this point. Uh, anything that was going wrong, that could go wrong, was going wrong for the Dallas Stars and that was just the icing on the cake. What were y'all's thoughts before he came back? I was terrified. <laughs> I thought this was really going to be the worst game of the season for the Stars because we would lose to the worst team in the league and then lose one of our players in the process. But I'm glad he came back. And like James said, in the third period, he looked fine. So Wyatt Johnston and Jamie Benn were talked about as possible options to fill that top line role, the top center role, while he was out, you know, looking to see if he was truly hurt. And instead, it's Sagan, which I understand that I, I thought that was okay, but uh, he and he did okay, but it wasn't great. Uh, no, Dallas will go on the power. Yeah, he, he did bad. Sorry, he did bad. <laughs> I, I I agree with Chris as well. It's that he did not look good on that. I mean, I I thought that they should have gone to Sagan instantly too. It's like, oh great, Sagan's gonna get to play with someone who can actually skate and pass to him, and he did nothing with it. He looked bad. He looked out of place. Yeah, agreed. Hans was out there for a face-off. Thank the Lord God. 10 minutes, 52 seconds remaining in the second period. Dallas would go on the power play for the second time. Uh, it looked like crap. They lost three big face-offs during the power play. So even though I think they even win the face-off battles tonight, they lost every single face-off during that power play. And then at 7.31, Mason Marchment gets absolutely robbed of a goal and gets screwed out of a goal. Thank you, refs, for doing that. We appreciate it. And then I, I was right. I was Notre Dame on this, and I wrote this down. Five and a half minutes remaining. We're going to get goalied for the rest of the game tonight, aren't we? Yeah. And and at the point that the refs blew down the the should have been goal, I I was instantly like, we're not winning this game. I, I, I even with like all the comebacks that we had and everything, it when when just everything is going wrong and you're finally starting to play good. 
and then that happens the first the first like big chance that we got back in the that really because realistically that was the best we looked all game and and we we're, we're going to get the goal plays blown dead doesn't matter at that point i'm just like it's it's over man there's no chance we come back in it Pavelski very clearly gets held up by Silverberg. There's no call there, so interference there. And it was extremely obvious because Anaheim got to the puck first and was able to clear the zone. Vetrano has a shot blocked by Lindell, and now it looks like Lindell is going to be hurt and might possibly be out. Hintz has a shot that's absolutely robbed by Gibson on a triangle pass between that top line. Ben does absolutely nothing. I already talked about it, so I'm not going to talk about it again. And I guess the only comical thing about this game is what Trevor Zegers did at the end of the second. Dallas goes on the power play with four seconds remaining. He breaks his stick, decides to steal Kivirantas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was and, falling and, around just pointing at him. He's like, hey, that that's mine. So just to clarify for the people who didn't get to watch the game last night, Trevor Zegers didn't just, like, pick up Kivi's stick off the ground. Kivi didn't drop his stick. He grabbed... Kiwi Ranta stick while Kiwi was holding it and ripped it out of his hands. Quite literally ripped it out of his hands and started to play with it. Like, yeah, that was it looked, crazy. And it looked like Kiwi Ranta just didn't know what to do. <laughs> he just followed Zegers around just pointing at him. And then once the play is finally blown dead and the ref calls the penalty, Zegers is confused. <laughs> Yeah, he doesn't know like, why he got the penalty. You can't <laughs> take another person's stick. Yeah, that's, that's not that. allowed. I was completely at this point. I'm just like, this game is an absolute crapshoot. One, the stars are playing bad. Two, we're having players get hurt. Three, we're getting absolutely goalied, and we're when we're finally starting to play well, and then this crap happens. Like the, the, it, it, it wasn't fun. It was absolutely it was not fun at all. Insult to injury. <laughs> So going into the third period, I'm thinking, you know, maybe Dallas will actually be able to pull this off. They're the best third period team in the in the National Hockey League, other than the Boston Bruins. They literally have a plus 25 goal differential, and they added nothing to that tonight. They'd start on the power play to start the period. Johnston's stick breaks. It breaks on a chance, and then the rest blow, blow the play dead early again for the second time in the game. Again, another chance. This is where Sagan goes ballistic on the ref. And Anaheim gets a little bit of help from the refs and a little bit from the broken sticks. And they kill the third penalty kill off. Right after that, immediately after the power play is over, Johnson with a huge chance. He has a chance to get a rebound. And I guess Ryan Strom decides that that's not going to happen. And he saws the stick in half. There's no call on the play at all. So at this point, this is about the third or fourth missed call. This is about the third or fourth time the refs have cost the Stars a prime scoring chance where they did not get any kind of benefactor out of it. Yeah, and, and, and I'm just beyond myself at this point. The worst part about the calls that were missed tonight was not the quantity, but the quality of the, of the calls that were missed. I mean, every For single sure. one of them, they were staring at, they saw it was obvious, and they didn't call them. Every single, yeah. like, there, there was at least three that they just decided not to call. Yeah, the, the Stars and the rest had an equally bad game. <laughs> it's more frustrating because we, we were going to be the more tired team in this game. And as proven, nor normally when you're the more tired team, you tend to hold and hook a lot more. And we really didn't do that much at all tonight. 
And, and I thought we did a yeah. pretty good job on the penalty side. There were definitely some missed calls that should have been called, but overall, I thought we did a we played a very disciplined game. Oh, and and the the Ducks just held, hooked, slashed everything, and we I mean we ended up getting four because they don't call Ben for diving at the end of the game. But okay, still. yeah, that's that's kind of, that, okay. We gotta be honest, that was kind of funny. No, that, that's <laughs> totally <laughs> like. <laughs> I, I, I can't believe they called that one and not call an elbow to the face, a, sawing someone's stick in half in the slot. Like, come on. You know, here, here's the funny part. Here's the funny part. I'm going to be Nostradamus again. Even though the refs screwed us over so many times tonight with, you know, plays blown dead and missed calls and all this other stuff, Ben's going to get fined tomorrow. The maximum allowable under the collective bargaining agreement for hmm. yes I for mean. embellishment. And, and I, I, I will gonna, bet money on it. And they're not gonna find the other dude for elbowing uh, Delandre in the face either. They're not even gonna look at it. Yeah. Probably Side not. note: since we just talked about it, Zegers, this is Lisa Dillman on Twitter. I'm laughing listening to the audio from the Zegers interview. Zegers. I tried to claim that I found it on the ice, which nobody was buying. It doesn't matter either, though. You can't play with another player's stick. I mean, I, we have to laugh at, about it a little bit, just but, because there's nothing to laugh about with this game. But that, that was the only thing that, like, I saw that and I was like, okay, well, that's the only thing I'm taking out of this game. But like, like, even if he finds it on the ice, he can't play with that stick. Anyways, after Johnston's stick gets sawed in half by Ryan Strom, forward lines are put in a blender, and Olafson, which we have talked about, gets moved up to the third line to play with Sagan. Didn't really do much, but at least they tried it. Henrique gets denied by Wedgwood. Kiwi Ranta has a bid. He literally has a wide open net, and all he has to do is just not even two inches. Yeah. Not even two inches put a backhand into the net and he can't do it shots in the third period are eight to four dallas at 13 and a half minutes remaining and it's 28 24 dallas overall uh Pavelski gets denied klingberg has a big chance uh or klingberg has a big chance klingberg dumps marchment so whatever um and then i just wrote this is agonizing everything is going wrong with this game plus no pluck luck plus we're getting goalied plus this game is taking forever uh after that, Robo has a wraparound chance. He misses. Uh, Sam Carrick rams into the Stars goalie with a friendly pat from Wedgwood. So at least Wedgwood's having some fun in the game tonight. Uh, Suter with a rebound chance. What the heck? Uh, he's been roaming offensively tonight. That's what Mr. Razor said. With five minutes remaining, I literally just wrote, just pull Wedgwood. Just, just pull him. Because at this point, who gives a freaking crap? Uh, he, he actually does do it with three minutes remaining, so there's an empty net for Dallas with three minutes remaining. Uh, and then the Stars decide to ice the puck with the goalie pulled. Smart move. Don't understand. And then Dallas goes on a power play. We already talked about it, guys. Ben completely sells it. The, I, he doesn't even get... It wasn't get... a good sell. No, he <laughs> didn't. The ref just decided to call that one. I don't understand. He was standing at a good angle to notice that Ben dove, too. It's like... Why? Oh, and to to make let's make this even better, guys. Okay, so the stars get to go six on four, right? Okay, right. They get to go six on four for almost two full minutes in the game, right? 
Anaheim has a broken stick. And three seconds later, Anaheim is able to puck. It's literally six on three and a half, and the Stars can't get to, can't yeah. do anything at, with it. At that point, we have all of our players who played 20 minutes last night, and I've already played 20 minutes this night. It's, it's At this point, it's shot. Like, there's no way you're having a late third period comeback in back-to-back games on the second night of back-to-back. Like, it's, it's just not happening. Yeah, in, in 48 hours, Haskinen had almost played a full hour of hockey. Um, the first line, other than hence because he was out for a little bit, played over 40 minutes of hockey in 48 hours because we couldn't put any other lines out there. In a Pete DeBoer system where he brags about being able to roll four lines, we played one line all night, pretty much. So I'm going to go to his defense real quick because nobody could play well tonight. Nobody. But then I'm also going to get on him because he made this stupid decision to put Hanley in. And I understand why he did it because it's the second night of a back-to-back. But you had a back-to-back earlier this season, and you kept the you kept it the same. I like the move overall. I mean, just in general, I think switching out somebody who's tired for somebody who's fresh is a good thing to do. I just think Hanley sucked. I just think he was no good. I mean, every time he was on the ice, it felt like he was icing the puck or turning it over or something stupid like that. So I just think Hanley played bad. I wouldn't even put that on the coach. I think that's the right decision. I don't even care at this point, guys. Uh, yeah, I'm done. Winner. Let's go to sleep. Let, let, well, let's just <laughs> do biggest biggest winner, biggest loser, because just I don't even care about what happened, because what happened was... The, the, the stupidest game I've ever seen. Yeah, it, it was this game. It was a combination <laughs> of playing a, ba- a really bad first period, turning the puck over a lot in that period, and then and then finally starting to get chances. And then at that point, you get no puck luck, and everything goes against you. It, it was it was crazy. And the refs being biggest stupid lo- and getting goalied. Biggest yeah. loser is is Hockenpah because oh my gosh, that was terrible. That he was looked atrocious. like. Uh, you look like Ryan Reeves out there, to be honest. I mean, if Ryan Reeves is a defenseman, there he is. Uh, biggest winner is Gibson because he was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, biggest loser for me tonight is Johnston, but not really because he played bad. It's more because he had a his stick break where on a wide open net, which I thought he was going to score on for sure, and then he he gets another chance on his next shift, and his stick gets sawed in half, and it's not called. It's yeah. Johnson needs to find some new sticks. I mean, those are obviously not sturdy enough. He needs to go back <laughs> he to the to get some, He needs some sturdier sticks. Uh, biggest winner, uh, hence for not being hurt. Yeah. When you've got Saad Youssef of The Athletic, who never says anything bad ever about officiating, yeah. Yeah. and it's not mentioned at all about you know, the elbow to the head of Delandria, which, by the way, I'm surprised he stayed in the game and he didn't get uh, concussion protocols. Officiating is the biggest loser tonight. And mostly because I, I can't blame it on anybody else other than the entire team, and I, I can't give the entire team. Well, actually, I, you know what? I'll give the entire Dallas Stars team the biggest loser tonight. And puck luck and all of that. Biggest winner, I'll give it to Trevor Zegers for finding a stick on the ice. <laughs> but in all reality, the only good player on the Dallas Stars tonight was Scott Wedgwood. That's it. Yeah, so that's in, in all reality, he is the biggest winner. Agreed. Okay, let's be done with this, guys. I hate California. 
Screw California. Yeah. yeah. Let's get out of there. They lose to the worst team in the league and they get shut out by the worst team in the league. And yeah, it was not good. Uh, go check out DraftKings. I got promo codes and stuff. That's cool. Go check out our shop, sarcasticremarksshop.com, something like that. Uh, check out our website, which is actually sarcasticremarks.com. We have a blog post from the Kings game. I'm sure y'all don't want to hear about any hockey for the next three days, though. Uh, so, yeah, regular blog post there. Check that stuff out. Anyone else got anything else to add? Sunday matinee game at home. Sunday matinee, 2.30 against the Panthers. We're going to lose. I think Ryan froze again. So we're going to close it out here. Uh, I hope you guys have a great morning, afternoon, whenever you're watching this. Uh, And we'll catch you on the flip side.